Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com. Dr. Baines and I are back with another New Music Saturday Part 1. We've got a brilliant interview with our good friend Ron Blind Mouse in the first part of, uh, of tonight's show. Um, it's someone I feel like I know, you know, as well as you can know someone without actually meeting them because we've spoken so much over the last year or so uh, on Twitter and just uh, generally kind of got into his music and a whole world of other stuff so I was really really pleased uh, to put a, a face and a voice to the name it was absolutely brilliant um, I love that interview I love part one as well because it goes mental heavy <laughs> crazy heavy uh, in places it's just kind of ridiculously rocky uh, so it's a really really good show good episode good to be back as well uh, so thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoy part one and we'll speak to you very soon cheers guys Hi, this is Dave from Say Yes, Do Nothing, and you're listening to New Music Saturday. Is, is, that, is that a good lead-in? I mean, was that... <laughs> At Honda, we listen to drivers for inspiration, even when they say things we can't play on the radio, like when a pulls out without indicating, or when a crosses the road without checking first, or when a doesn't understand how a roundabout works. That's why we developed a collision sensor system which detects risks and automatically breaks. And to keep all family road trips family-friendly, it's included as standard with the new Honda CRV Hybrid. Honda, the power of dreams. Welcome to New Music Saturday. It's myself, Doc Bones, the Doctor of Rock, Doctor of Many Things, but not a medical doctor. And of course, my partner in crime and best mate and the guitarist that we wish they were, Mike Five. What's happening, Mike? Good evening, brother. Yeah, I'm good. I'm because uh, I'm not used to being on camera with you. I've just realised that I sort of my hair looks like looks like I'm wearing a wig of my own hair. There's so much volume because <laughs> I've had it cut for like a year because of. Uh, lockdown and everything so I look, I look like a scarecrow but yeah i'm good apart from that man i've had a pretty good week i missed you we had a week off i missed you dearly yeah, oh yeah it was it was it was weird but uh man I got, <laughs> well no it was because it's just a regular saturday thing right so was... i just sat at my computer with the microphone and <laughs> and, and there's nothing on the screen i was like oh <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, then, and then occasionally I just typed, there's an audio issue. Yeah. And sent it to all my friends. 
<laughs> no, 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 I, I had a week off, but, it was, well, um, but I did miss you. Well, actually, <laughs> well, actually, this uh, Wednesday, um, I got a new tattoo, so I got a band on the other arm, and I, I did post oh, I it on. That, yeah. I did post on Instagram, and we'll just read your Facebook and Twitter. But anyways, point being is I've been watching this for a little bit, so it's the Irish band of friendship, and mm. so. I have the ring which my sister got for me when she was in Ireland a number of years ago doing uh, studying for school. Nice. So, I very well know it's, it's, it's time to put that on my arm. So I, I booked that appointment about five months ago. But the nice thing is too is uh, um, my arm, she, uh, she just tweaked it a little bit. So instead of the four hearts, there's only two. So one in the front and uh, I guess one top, one on bottom. Yeah. But in the top part, I put some initials in there that uh, the, the last name will be mine eventually and next little bit once the paper's gone through. But uh, I put uh, Kim's initials. So I put... So, oh. so, so, oh. so KB, and that's the first time ever besides me and family, which I have my mom's initials on my back. But other than that, I've never, ever done that. And I, I was... Yeah. No oh, that's, that's quite, that's quite yeah. sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm jealous he didn't put my initials on there. But... <laughs> Yeah, there's a break up right there. But, yeah, right. But it, it, it was, it, it took, uh, it, she's a, a, a perfectionist, which is great. So it took her long to kind of place it properly and make sure it was the right length to kind of wait and the way your, your arm bent. So make sure it can, it'll look good and that sort of thing. But that took about just over an hour to get done. And then she did, did the actual tattoo and it's like maybe an hour and a half. But this, this, that was uh, number 10 actually. So. Oh, wow. Anyways, I'm an old hand, and, and the last, actually, the last armband I got was right, it was about two days before I went to England to visit you. I remember that, yeah, yeah. And then, but that was the same time, too, where I actually fell asleep in the tattoo chair, literally, not, not figuratively, oh, yeah. literally fell asleep. And the, the, I woke up, and it was about 20 minutes, roughly, and uh, the artist, uh, uh, Megan, uh, who's at Megan Page Tattoos on Instagram, so check her out. But anyways, so she, uh, she's like, I was like, oh yeah, she's like, I guess, yeah, because you were out cold for 20 minutes, like, seriously, she's like, yeah, she goes, because the only reason I didn't wake you up is because you didn't twitch, because I was exhausted, right, so normally when you're exhausted, you know, the last little twitch before you fall asleep, so yeah, she goes, you didn't twitch, so I didn't wake you up, I kept going, right, so, and then, and then, when she's telling me this, it's funny, because there's, there's a divider for the, the booth in there, right, so one of the other artists is laughing, and, uh, and he, he kind of shouts her, he goes, goes, dude, goes, I came over to ask her a question, and because uh, I thought she was joking. She put her hand on your face, man, and you didn't move a muscle. You were out, <laughs> like, literally out cold. So, I was like, oh, that's uh, good. <laughs> no, if I was a tattoo artist and somebody fell asleep in my chair, that would be it. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be away. I'd be... They'd have, definitely have something they didn't ask for, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, if you guys don't know, this is our musical guest, uh, One Blind Mouse. <laughs> hey, Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, world. So, How are you? Do you know, I'm, I'm very good. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, in, yeah, I'm, I'm just very good. I'm kind of pleased at the minute. So things, things are going right and uh, I'm not complaining. I usually complain bitterly and vitriolically, but not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good complainer. It's, it's my best asset. Um, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very well. Thank you very much. I hope you're both really good. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? Uh, 
doing this every weekend is the one thing that kind of keeps somewhat of, of a consistency. So it's actually nice to be doing this. And just the fact that we've had so many interviews, we've had so much fun. And I think if I get time in the next couple of months, I'm going to put a best of compilation of like clips from different interviews we've done over the, we'll call it the lockdown. Uh, we'll call it the lockdown interviews. All right. No, no pressure. Yeah, you have to say something really funny in this interview, otherwise it won't okay. make the yeah. cut, right? <laughs> um, so I have to, like, I have to say, it's a real pleasure. Obviously, I'm we're the only ones that can see your face because we don't actually do a video version of this. But it's a pleasure to see your face and hear your voice because okay. I feel like we know each other reasonably well. Having yeah, I, I think I think I've got to know people. Certainly, lockdown's been amazing for getting in touch with people online. You know, to do stuff, mm. not just. Right chat but like to actually do stuff you know like, i should i should probably start by thanking people you know for like you know some people have like you know done stuff to help me out i've been doing stuff to help other people out and i've thoroughly enjoyed that and i've made some good friends just doing that you know like musical stuff and yeah. uh obviously there, there are the, the stalwarts who are never going to go away you know like right. dave spinflint is has yeah, yeah. always been there in the background you know the Guaco stuff, but you know, more recently, Grim. Oh, yeah, doing yeah. stuff with Grim and um, doing stuff with Steve, you know, the the Texan druid, yeah. Mad Shaman, you know, who can always yeah. fit one more guitar line into a song. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, no, so and it, there are a number of people who I've thoroughly enjoyed doing stuff with musically, and it's kept me sane, probably. So well, yeah, you know Stu, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, in the next few weeks when I get a chance to record a little bit, I I'm gonna be sending a riff to uh, to Tex Mex Shaman, and I yeah. have something that I'm I'm gonna send to uh, uh, old Dave Spinflint, but I want I want you to have a, a listen to and mix it as well, and just keep in mind that I'm just a kind of, uh, a novice uh, uh, musician here. And it just a, it's a, just a kind of in my eyes like, like a cool decent song kind of cool riff. So I gotta send like Dave kind of the body of the song, and then work from there. But if you're down with it in the next couple of weeks, I'll be emailing that stuff out. I'm just I got a couple of programs on my phone I want to use, but uh, I'll do what I can. But oh, yeah. I, 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 I very much like for you guys to put your own twist and spin on it. So. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because uh, look, I, I'm not a professional at anything. Uh, I sometimes I sometimes must just hear things. And, uh, I, you know, I'm kind of a loose cannon. If you send me, you know, tracks, you're not going to get back what you what you imagined. You're going to get what I want you to get, you know. No, so, that's cool, man. That's why I'll be, I'll be but, sending it to you. <laughs> it's for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I enjoy it. But, um, you know, and, again, the Tex-Mex stuff has been a real challenge. I do find that a real challenge. You know, I wish I had more tricks in my bag. You know, I've been on a steep learning curve, even from like mixing and mastering myself. But right. you know, I'd, I'd, I'm I'm not about to pay an engineer. I can't afford a, a good engineer to, to turn out stuff which has got no audience. Do you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> if, if 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 somebody thinks I can, you know, help them with something, I'm always glad to do it. And I really enjoy it. But um, yeah, what's wrong with twenty-five guitars, three basses, and four drum kits in a song? You know, I absolutely love that. <laughs> so, so I have to ask you because okay. you've opened a bit of a doorway for me, um, and I am someone okay. who's a bit of a, I am a bit of an obsessive. Like I, I sort of collect. I've got a very addictive personality. Uh, I gave up smoking a year ago, and I seem to have grown my CD collection by about twice as much. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something in that. But um, 
but I've kind of been quite switched on to a whole range of like experimental. I've heard people call it avant-garde kind of music. I don't necessarily know what that means, but like, I'm really, I, I didn't really know much about this world. I, I absolutely respect and understand the importance of pushing the boundaries and experimenting. And I've always enjoyed bands and people that do that, but like hearing your stuff just hit a switch in me where I went, Oh, this is exciting. And I'm just curious as to where the fuck it comes from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you and me both. <laughs> I swear I've fallen unconscious in front of the studio sometimes and just woken up and there's been a tune there which I've just had to tweak, you know, so it's like um, but no, I mean it's, I don't I don't know about the term avant-garde avant-garde mm-hmm. was, a, was a movement, a historical movement which, you know, happened hundreds of years ago and it was it was about art, it was about literature it was about entertainment and stuff like that so it it's bandied around a lot. I don't see what I do as avant-garde. It, yeah, some of the stuff I do, I don't publish at all because it is literally just monotonous drone. And um, but lately, the, the the thing you liked, crank, the yes. numbers one. Um, I actually felt that was less experimental and more musical for for me. Mm. And then. Um, I quite enjoyed it because it does follow like tonal patterns and it does follow like musical theory to some extent. But a lot of it is just literally just seeing how much I can torture a thing, you know, so, and that's what it comes down to. And the the other thing I tend to do a lot, I mean, I'm sure other people will do this as well. There are some really talented people out there and I wish people talked more about techniques and things like this. I listen to like a variety of like kind of avant-garde music. And what I do is I find the sound within the music that I like, and then I go and try and reproduce it. And so I basically sit and play around with filters and stuff like that on a, on a, on a, uh, like a, like a, it's sort of basically like a software since it's a retro log. And it's very, very powerful and it's very good. So, and that's very good for like kind of learning sounds. So if I have an idea, if I have like an imagery and I write to imagery a lot, if I have an idea about what I want to achieve, I've got, I've got a better skills bag, if you like, to get there. And, but I don't know, experimental, yeah, probably very experimental. And uh, I don't know. I have an idea about where I want to go, but I'm not always convinced I get there. And sometimes I just settle for something which is close enough. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go back to it years later and try again. <clears throat> but honestly, if I don't like something, I'm a deleter. Right. And I have a friend who hates this. <laughs> you know, because I'll, I'll put something down and if I don't like it, I, I delete it, everything. The whole lot's gone. The, the audio tracks and everything. I just go. I just because uh, I'm never going to go back to them. It's like photographs on my phone. I never right. look at photographs on my phone. So, but yeah. So I'm a deleter, and if it doesn't catch us immediately within a few hours, it doesn't stay, and it doesn't get turned into anything. 
That's quite brave. I'm definitely a hoarder. I once did 58 <laughs> takes of a guitar solo. A million CDs. Yeah, well, <laughs> but no, I, I once did 58 takes of a guitar solo. We used take three because we realised that take four onwards was almost identical every time. Apart from the ones where I clearly fucked it up that we were never going to use. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Do you, are you are you one of these people who buys the first pair of shoes you tried on after shopping all day for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm exactly that person. No, I just um, if something doesn't jump out at us, um, I I don't like it, and not, even my own stuff. And I, I I don't think my own stuff is anything better than mediocre. I, I like it. I enjoy making it, and I enjoy it. Like you know. Like I say, I, I torture stuff. You know, I'll take audio samples and I will annihilate them. Um, the the song you're going to play tonight has actually got the, the BBC News in it. Right. <laughs> so it's like... But uh, there's, there's, there's another story to that piece of music. But uh, you play it tonight and that'll probably be the only time anybody ever plays it because I can't find a home for that now. I can't see myself doing more of it. Right, and it's because it's just like so layered and like convoluted. It just it feels too complicated for us. So, sorry, go ahead, sorry. No, 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 go. All all I was gonna say is, uh, kind of jumping off that little kind of diatribe slash segue. Should we play uh, the do one blind mouse song? If if you want to, yeah, because you might want to. I don't know. It might be a good precursor to the quiz. Here's a brand new one blind mouse song called Some of the Birds Are Dead. Do this. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
blind mouse and some of the birds are dead now uh yeah. that one Stu, like um i mean most of your your tracks are, are pretty tripped out and and fucked to say the least and that's not a good way yep. but this one especially just some of the the drag of of the kind of the heavier beats and the sounds like holy crap i'm like it's like, it's like you're almost kind of following that beat all the way down like Whoa. it's like <laughs> But yeah, I really, really enjoy this one. That's I think that's the most graphic I've gotten about the songs ever. But awesome tune. Oh me, Go yeah, on. thank you. <laughs> I don't know. It's um, it's um, it's it's a bit of a one-off, I think. So it's um, I I don't I don't see myself doing a neighbor if I can use that for it because right. it's just it's um. It's about as textured as I've ever gotten in a piece of music, okay. um, like layers-wise. And some of the some of the separation in, in that was actually quite difficult. But um, there's there's real bass in the synth bass, and there's, and there's actually guitars on there as well. And I'm I'm a genuinely like a, a poor guitarist, so there's only there's there's one guitar line which is like um snaps between three different amplifiers right. and then there's a whole there's birds in there and um the bbc news is in the background which has been tortured <laughs> by it's like side chained into a synth and it, how it came about was i was standing in my back door having a cigarette for a few minutes and it suddenly just dawned on us that um that there was a dead bird in beyond the garden and there was there's a little bit of building work going on from us there's an old building which has been knocked down and i thought you know what it is we're doing everything to destroy life you know destroy things and so it's my imagery if you like if like the, the things which are like you know human industry i would describe it as so it's it's kind of texted in that way it's led in that way i, I quite enjoyed doing it uh, i've been it's took a long time um it's been on the go for a, for a long time on and off but um but yeah my favorite bits about it are the, are the, the bass sound um i kind of like some of the guitar sounds i love the like the kind of whispering effect just mm. from you know manipulating like audio files and stuff like that. and the drums in that is actually just a drum loop sample 
which is um, stretched. <laughs> I find it fascinating. I mean, like I said, until fair, I absolutely love that. I love the bass, by the way. That, that was the bit that stood out for me as well. But I love like the range of stuff because by it's very <clears throat> by the nature of the stuff that you create, the range is there. It's not fixed to a genre or a style or whatever so this is kind of you know for me it's really it's funny you said um would you say human industry because it's got that industrial nine inch yeah. kind of yeah. thing going on but in a warped twisted <laughs> you know funneled kind of way that's a compliment well, i keep saying things that sound like they're not compliments but it is amazing like it just no, like, no, no, it, no, no, i like I, the I stress it. of it it's like it's being pulled apart you know look i mean I the thing's entirely atonal and um, mm-hmm. the the timing is not driven by the drum loop all all of the time. So some of the things just drop in and out on on their own. But it does generally follow something. I suppose you know it it would feel four four, and mm-hmm. obviously it's very slow. But um, I don't know. It's it's got noises that are probably hearing it that other people wouldn't hear. Which like kind of like kind of like retime it mm-hmm. to a certain extent, but you say I have a problem with like linear linear worlds, you know. And I think it's safe to say I'm not chasing the happiness <laughs> algorithm, you know. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Are you not on the Spotify I, release radar with this one? Do you think not? I think the, the happiness algorithm, which we, at, the, at the last count, um, if your song wasn't 124 beats per minute, it wasn't going to make the happiness index, which, which I think is a tempo derived from the the pace at which a CEO masturbates over his bank statements. You know? So it's. Um, I, I, I don't get it. And I get people who do get it, you know, because they enjoy what they're doing. But so many bands are, are putting out, like, you know, really sharp music. Mm. It's not my kind of music, but you know they should be gigging. Right. You, you know they should be doing that shit live, you know, and yeah. they're not. So they're turning out really, really good stuff. You can probably feel them itching just to, like, yeah. Get in the van and turn up somewhere and play. And then they're not getting it. So they're spending a lot of time like perfecting what they're doing. I'll I'll be honest, not always my thing, you know. I I don't like straight up rock music or anything like that. Or very rarely I do listen to it, but um but I, I don't get the whole linear thing, you know. People are talking about life in you know four four. Life mm. isn't in four four. Nothing's in four four. You know. So why the hell would you stick to four four? So I don't. I tend to break more rules. I only learned the rules so I could break them. <laughs> but that's that's a mouse thing. I think the best way to break the rules is to learn them first, though, because otherwise you might yeah, accidentally yeah. follow them all. Oh, well, the rules I haven't learned, I, I probably don't know I'm breaking. I'm probably yeah. just ra- randomly doing stuff, which, like, you know, occasionally it'll, I think, yeah, I'll keep that. You know, <laughs> I, I, like I say, I'm, a, I'm not a professional or anything. You know, I'm certainly not a professional musician. So I was going to do a quiz. Right. <laughs> what do you think, Bainsey? Is now the time? Yeah, perfect. As, as you just about to say, do you want to do the quiz now? So, yes. Yeah, well, I was, I was just thinking, right, there's never going to be an easy segue so let, nope. let's go with now I'm try, i still haven't quite finalized the name but i think it's the one blind mouse music 
No. The one blind mouse maestro music quiz. Okay. Go oh, okay, yeah. right, yeah. That's well, strict, strictly speaking, people think the people think that it's, it, it's a bit of a short, long story how I ended up with one blind mouse, and people think I'm mocking, but I, I am kind of I do have poor eyesight. So in Germany, I'm I'm almost a bat. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. There's a, well, a bit of a panic buy. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so go for it. No, I'll, so what I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Sorry, go, sorry, go ahead, Mike. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I've had glasses since I was two. So, oh, oh, God. I, I, mine's not horrible, horrible, but it's, it's bad enough. <laughs> yeah, That's right. I've, yeah. I've got my glasses on and you're still just a blob, which is probably <laughs> fortunate. <laughs> That's just what no, it looks let's, like. let's, well, let's go for the quiz. Are, are you I'm looking fan? forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Are you? Are you? <laughs> that was the nicest insult you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a blob. <laughs> right, so, so what I've tried to do is, is obviously with these, when I do these occasional quizzes, I've tried to, um, everyone remembers the Without Andrew, famous Andrew's quiz. Yeah, this oh, yeah. is obviously slightly about mice and slightly about music. That's kind of where I'm going with it, okay? Right, okay. So you've got to write your answers down. It's quick fire. Oh. If, you're, if you're listening at home, um, or wherever you're listening, actually, uh, you can write your answers down and then we'll give you the answer at the end. Uh, and what I'll do... What I've done with this in the past is I will donate five pounds uh, to the charity of choice of the person that wins this out of three. Okay. Um, because that makes it more of an incentive to uh, to come up with the right answer. He's still looking for I a pen. I haven't got a fucking pen, yeah. <laughs> I'm stalling while he's writing the pen. <laughs> you can write it on your phone. You can type the answers on your phone. Oh, God, no. I've got a bit of paper. I've, I've even got a pen now. He's got it. All right. So I have to <laughs> okay. write them down. Well, because otherwise you won't know what you answered. Ah, right. Anyway, yeah. it depends how good your memory is. I have to write down. <laughs> 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 right. So I think we've got five questions. Depends if I've done okay. this. Or not. Okay. So first we're going to go in, um, test the water here, see how easy it is. So first question, write your answer down. Don't say them out loud. In the popular nursery rhyme, three blind mice, who did the three mice run after? Stunned silence. So no one can see this, but you both look completely blank there as you're going through the nursery rhyme yeah. in your head. Um, okay, yeah, question two. Question two. Oh, yeah. That's not very long down. So quick fire. I said quick fire. Uh, question two. This is sort of quite a specialist. Who wrote the soundtrack to the Tom and Jerry movie? Clue. He also wrote the film scores of Breakfast at Tiffany's and The Pink Panther. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, Don't say it out loud. No, I'm like, oh, oh, yes. Like, and I love the Pink Panther movies, too. Like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> yes. Part of my <laughs> <laughs> Okay, question three, question three. I thought the first one would be the one that you'd get, and the other you'd go, oh, I don't know. You both went, oh, I've got this, I think, maybe. Um, oh, question three, I think. The next question, anyway. Um, so you, you might have to guess this if you've not seen it. So using 72 male laboratory mice, a stopwatch, and a five-by-three-foot maze... Um, and the music of Mozart and Anthrax, a 15-year-old student and a university statistician 
uh, did an experiment to see how different uh, different mice responded to different types of music. OK, what effect do you think listening to Anthrax, which is a hard rock, heavy metal type band, because uh, you don't know, uh, had in the mice as they went through the maze? What effect do you think listening to hard okay. rock and Anthrax had uh, on those mice? I mean, that one, the sort of closest answer will win, I guess. Quick fire. That was an essay. That question. Yeah, well, okay, the short version is what was the mice and then the rock and roll. <laughs> okay. yeah, like right. Um, so, next question. Uh, Richard Cheese. You see how that's related mm. to mice? Sort of done there. Yeah. Richard <laughs> Cheese is a cover artist who has covered uh, songs by Slipknot, Nirvana, System of a Down, Snoop Dogg, others. Uh, in what style does he cover those tunes? What's his name again? Richard Cheese. I'm not Googling this, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I, I'm not either. So. Um, I, I, I can say... Uh, um, oh. We're working on an honesty bar here, right? Okay, and then the final question, which you should both get. Which independent musical mouse recorded the song Some of the Birds Are Dead, which we just <laughs> premiered on New Music Saturday tonight? I've got one out of five anyway. <laughs> okay, okay, what was that, Mike? What was the last one? The, the last one Don't, was... Uh, no, it's too late now. Too late. <laughs> Is which independent musical mouse recorded the song Some of the Birds Are Dead, which we just premiered on New oh. Music Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Question one. In the popular nursery rhyme, three blind mice, who did the mice run after? The carpenter's wife. Carpenter's Farmer's wife. wife. Farmer's wife is the answer I've got. <laughs> yes, you're right. That's one point to steer. Yes. Okay, who knows who wrote the soundtrack to the Tom and Jerry movie? Henry Mancini. Henry Mancini, Mancini, Cini, yeah, Mancini. that guy. Mancini, yeah. He did, yeah. Oh my god, he did that as well too, right? And I think he did some Family Guy actually at one point. Three, three. I'm struggling with. I got, I did not get that. No. So. Ah, oh, you, you were so confident the way you get. Yeah, did that, that. Okay, all right. So that's two 0 isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, lots of mice experiment. What what effect did uh, listening to anthrax have on the mice? Do we think? I've got it ran into a wall and bashed <laughs> its head in. <laughs> okay, um, that's a, that's a good strong answer. I could see why you'd say that. What effect do you think it had on the mice, Bonesy? Uh, listening to uh, anthrax kind of, kind of back and forth kind of crazy oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well do you know what that is the closest answer i'm going to give you that because it actually took them 10 to 12 minutes longer to complete the maze uh than it did when they were listening to mozart so they basically established that listening to rock and roll stops you learning as fast and can you definitively say that it was because they didn't bash their heads in running into a wall I can't definitively say it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to concede that because I think, yeah. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> that was definitely, yeah. Uh, Richard Cheese, do we know what style of music he does oh, his cover versions in? said folk. I've put jazz. Jazz. Well, the answer was lounge. So <laughs> he's, he's actually called, his band are called Lounge Against the Machine. It's Richard Cheese. I couldn't, I couldn't remember Lounge. I was going to put Crooner, and then I couldn't remember. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um, yeah, Lounge. You could have said Big Band, and I would have given you that. Uh, kind of Frank Sinatra-style covers of uh, 
rape me and gin and juice and stuff like that. He does people equal <laughs> shit by Slipknot <laughs> in the lounge, in the lounge thing, which is brilliant. Uh, and then the last question, which independent musical master has recorded the song Some of the Bands Are Dead, which we just premiered on New Music Saturday this evening? Yeah, the one and only one blind man. <laughs> the one and only yeah, one blind man. <laughs> Fantastic. How many points did you each get? I lost count. I, just, I, I, got, I, lost count. <laughs> I got I got three. Three? What did I you get, Bonesy? I, I got one. <laughs> you got oh. one. <laughs> All right. So, there you go. It's five of my finest English pounds. Well, maybe not the finest ones, but five pounds anyway. Yeah. You know um, what? To charity of your choice. So let me know. Um, after yeah, I will. Yeah. You know what? I'm I have no idea. Sorry, I'm surprised you didn't even mention one blind mouse from Canada, the DJ. Oh. oh, Dead Mouse? Did, Dead, Dead Mouse? Oh, Dead Mouse. I nearly did that. I nearly did that. Oh, my he, God. He gave you Kat Von D, too, right? The, the tattoo artist, right? I was so close. I kept Googling fucking Daft Punk because yes. I always get them Dead confused. I was like, but they're not wearing mouse heads. That's not that. Yeah. Who is it? Dead Mouse. And I couldn't remember who it was. Yeah, Dead, Dead Mouse. mouse. All right. It took me a second because yeah, yeah. when, when you said that, that DM asking about the questions, like, oh, yeah, I was thinking about that. He's like, what's the Canadian artist? like, Holy fuck! I was like, I can't remember his name. I was like, Oh my god, it's coming! I was like, oh, that's it, dead mouse. I was like, how could I forget that? Right? Yeah, I didn't uh, even. Mouse, didn't mouse even turns, mouse turns up quite a lot in in music. The, the term mouse. I like. Um, I, I have a CD which I love, which is. Um, I don't know if you know of a band. Um, they're kind of like really experimental, called Microstoria, who used to do like lots of like you know kind of coil hum and stuff like that and they used to microwave cds and like play them and then sample them and stuff like this and they did a song called uh, endless summer and it was um i think it was remixed by it might have been oval but some of the remixes on that the reprovisors album are by um mouse on mars who are absolutely phenomenal Nice. Like if you like experimental music, you need to get into this. I'll, I'll send you some album links on on a on a message just to, just to get into this kind of experimental stuff because it's it is mind blowing. It's it's most people find it annoying, but it's <laughs> mind blowingly annoying. <laughs> it, it, they're not mutually exclusive. It, they can be both. <laughs> I don't get those people. <laughs> um, unfortunately, we don't have a lot of time left, so we got time for maybe a couple more questions. So, yep. uh, my question to you, Stu, would be: Is is where, um, if you can narrow it down, or at least kind of give us like a, a a vague description of where your influence comes from? My influence, um, oh, honestly, um, you know, I, I do. I mean, I have played in bands and I have played like mainstream music for for a lot of years. And uh, but honestly, I, I, I kind of listen to a lot of jazz. I listen to like a lot of like, you know, kind of loosely speaking, avant-garde, experimental, you know, kind of like <clears throat> drone music and stuff like this. Um, stuff by um, people like installation artists. There's a bloke called Ryoji Aikida, who's a Japanese installation artist. He does like phenomenally good music. Yeah. Um, he did a, he did a, an album just called OP, which was um, basically he's an electronic musician and he wrote it like a, like a, a piece for strings, like orchestral, which is really sort of influences. I don't know. As a musician, as a bass player, um, 
probably things like cream, Primus. Nice. You know, I'm the only, I'm the only, see, I discovered Les Play Cool after I'd been hitting the bass really hard, Mm. you know, like, uh, (laughs) and, and I, I would, Kind of thinking, yeah, I, I kind of like like how he plays. I mean, the man's virtuoso, and I haven't got you know. But I'm a very percussive bass player, so I like people like Jack Bruce, Les Claypool, people like that. You know, bog standard rock. But like in terms of like alternative music, it's um, it's probably usually like Japanese um, kind of installation art, which is really weird, but it's very soothing. It's not unpleasant at all. Right on. Well, right before, like, you ask a question one second, but Stu, if you like Les Claypool, you need to check out, um, they only made one album, but it's called Oysterhead, it's the name of the band, and it's Les Claypool, Stuart Copeland from The Police, you know, the drummer, and... Trainers. I have it. Yeah. Oh, do you? Nice, right yeah. on. Because, yeah. like, uh, like, I, 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 I pulled it, pulled it, pulled the CD out the other day, and I put a re upload it to my phone, right, so you can listen to it, it's like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And oh, it is phenomenal. Yeah. But unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see them live, but I did see Fish live, and I have seen Promise live a few times. So, yeah, but I mean, yeah, that that is an amazing album. It really is. Uh, the other thing as well is, um, like Claypool, uh, you'll know of Sausage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. The band Absolutely, Sausage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, like you know, amazing. You know, like, his, his where soul, the hell did that come from? You know, <laughs> his soul, his soul album was was Claypool and and uh, was Claypool and Highball for the Devil, and the song was called Yeah. It was called Holy Mackerel was the name of the album, or Holy Mackerel, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I probably probably I, I I do like Primus. I, I would say Brown Album is probably my favorite Prime, Over Primus the album. Over the and then, then and then Sailing the Seas of Cheese is always a good album. Uh, oh yeah. He's also a pretty good double bass player. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there you go. And I, I play double bass a lot. So nice. I usually end up with lots of hand injuries after playing the double bass because I don't do any warm up exercises. I just go over <laughs> stretch. <laughs> well, one more thing, and then Michael, I'll answer your question, and we'll yeah, get yeah. to be done. But uh, as Stu is on. Uh, um, uh, Les Claypool, like Chloe Macro. On that album, there's a song called uh, uh, Me and Chuck, and the Chuck he's talking about is a jazz guitarist. Right. And he's amazing. Like, it's, his name is Charlie Hunter, and I have his album Shango and Natty Dread, and trust me, check him out. He's badass as hell, but that's the that's Oh, song I definitely will, yeah. And that song he actually does, Charlie Hunter is actually playing with Les Claypool on the album for that song called Me and Chuck. Oh, excellent! Because if I do like rock music, it tends to be that like uh, almost like punk, funk type, heavy, like really percussive stuff. Right. Nice. Bye, bye, bye. Well, I did have one last question. I say last question. We'll probably do this again because there's just not enough time. Um, but you post quite a lot of things on Twitter about moths. Yeah. And I just wanted to understand more about the moths. Moths, you know, I mean, I think moths, the, the number of like moth species out, outnumber butterflies by about 100 to 1 or something like that. And um, moths are like, you know, I, I like them because people don't like, you know, people are right. almost like scared of moths. When they see a moth, it's like, ooh, a moth. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, 
you know, so I, I have a I have a penchant for liking things that other people dislike. Moths are just kind of cool, you know. They're made of dust. There's no flesh in a moth at all. They're just made up entirely of like people's imagination and dust that gathers around <laughs> the house. And um, I, I think that I think they're seldom given credibility, you know. So I, I, look, I like little I like little animals. I like moths, caterpillars, spiders. I don't like people who are cruel to things. Yeah. And people are cruel to moths, you know. And that that look, they're self-punishing. You know, <laughs> you know, just leave them alone. If you know, you know, they don't need persecution. They're, they're killing themselves to live, man. The poor little bastards. You know, so just yeah, I do like moths. Do you I, remember that advert? I think it was for a Kit Kat, where there was a moth. You know, you know how they like fly into the light bulbs. Yeah. And someone yeah. just put a little voiceover of a moth that kept flying into a light bulb. They just put a little voiceover and went, oh, oh. <laughs> and the tagline was have a break have a kick yeah, <laughs> yeah I do remember that <laughs> well, um, unfortunately that's all the time we have for tonight but Stu thank you so much for joining us tonight we oh, had no, a lot no. of fun we'll definitely have to have you back on again soon oh definitely look thank you thank you for having us I, I, I just uh, if it hadn't been for lockdown you wouldn't you wouldn't have got me anywhere near a conversation like this because <laughs> You know, I'm usually so far under the radar. I don't know where I am myself. So, well, yeah, thanks very much. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, I'm going to continue like just now, just listen to the show. Thank you so much, Matt. It's it's honestly like I said right at the beginning. It's a real pleasure because I feel like I know you so well now, well, as well we... as you can sort of know a person without actually knowing a person. But it's it's really nice to see your face and hear your voice and yeah, yeah, hear more. No, you know, it, behind it's the music. Great, you know, the, I, the pleasure's all mine. Any any time, I'm absolutely thrilled because it makes us feel a little bit famous. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you are now famous. Everyone in the world listens to you. Exactly. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> right so I'll, well, thank I'll, you I'll so look much. forward to the emails pouring in. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks very much. Thank you so much, and we will definitely Cheers. talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Cheers, bye. Good night. See you thank soon. Right on. So that was a good interview with uh, Stu, who is one blind mouse. We're just going mic back right now, but... Uh, what a great time that was. Like, Sorry, guys. Sorry about that, guys. My mistake. Hello. Hey, sorry about that. Like, I end the call, but when I call back, it steps to uh, Forrester's like, okay, wait a minute. Whoa. <laughs> so I just stop again. <laughs> no worries. Man, that was so cool. Like, I just, that whole world of music is literally, you know, this show. I said to you years ago, this show really opened my mind to a whole load of kind of electronic well, music here. and stuff like, like that. My mind and then, up with Kodachrome. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then, you know, in the last year or however long it's been, Stu's music has just opened my world to this whole load of weird experimental stuff. Like, I mean, I was listening to some Korean artist the other day who sent me something, and it was just 
out there and i love it <laughs> it's just really cool but it's so good to talk to him and he's such a nice guy it, that really was a great interview i loved it mate oh for sure so let's get right back in the show so now um it was a bit of a kind of uh, a down the down the rabbit hole start but <laughs> back into the the saga of rock and with our first world premiere song by a Canadian band from ottawa called high front which, if you've seen the video, I'm wearing their t-shirt, a badass t-shirt as well, so maybe we get one very, very soon. So we're going to go with High Front and Free in the Heart. Do this.
High Front with Free in the Heart. Uh, what a kick-ass, heavy tune. And very, very cool vocals. Like, the really good vocals this time. A little bit more uh, growly, slash gravelly. But they almost had a bit of a slayer uh, um, uh, influence to this song as well. But great tune. Like, oh man, that was a badass, heavy metal tune. Thank you so much, High Front. Slayer! Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was a great tune. I like the... Um... I like the uh, the pace of it, just the because it's kind of like it feels like a kind of ZZ Top tune. It feels like a driving tune, oh, yeah, um, just the way that kind of it's got that kind of it's kind of slightly held back, isn't it? Um, which is really cool. I really like that. Um, yeah, just that's just a big heavy fat rock and roll tune, which obviously I absolutely love. Uh, these guys are amazing, and um, yeah, that was great. Happy right. days. Yeah, man. Well, next up <laughs> uh, we have a band called. Mad Wet Sea, which we played a few times with them before. So here's their newest one called Nightfall. Dig this, Mad Wet Sea.
by Mad Wet Sea. Man, what a cool blues riff and like rock, like really a rock blues song. Like that was a badass tune. I could really enjoy that. Man, the vocals were great and just had that very very catty uh, feel to it. Like a good, uh, good, uh, um, well, a good composition. Period. <laughs> I like I like how you ended that. <laughs> yes, I absolutely agree. I just wasn't expecting it. No, that's that man. That's a great tune, isn't it? It's just got that you know big. Um, oh, I can't think of the words, but the, the you know just continuous, I suppose, kind of um, riff and the way it kind of circles around. It's got that kind of like you say rocky bluesy kind of thing going on. It feels a little bit punky as well, but in a kind of Iggy Pop punk way, if you know what I mean. Uh, I think that's probably in the vocal, but yeah, absolutely brilliant. I enjoyed that a lot, mate. Well, we'll get to our next song in just one moment. I'm trying to pull it up here, so just give me two seconds here. Well, if you insist. Uh, I'm going to have to insist because I'm... (laughs) If you feel so dead set on having more time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, while we do that, I guess I'll just say another thank you to Sue, because I genuinely really enjoyed that interview uh i thought it was a brilliant blake and uh mention off the record good fun to talk to oh do you want me to talk about off the record Go for it. yes please i could do that so um yeah uh we have we i'm i'm really excited about this because um last year in 2020 was supposed to be the fourth year of the off the record independent music festival in brighton which uh started as me going fuck this i'm gonna put my own gig on <laughs> kind of uh, i think i had 11 bands in the first year and then uh, last time out in 2019 uh, we had 22 bands across two stages and we took over some of the bar area in the middle of the day um and Stu, obviously from premium blend radio uh ran the second stage and it was yeah just absolutely um you know, insanely good, really, really good fun, all independent bands. Um, and we couldn't do it last year because um, obviously there was a massive pandemic and, you know, the world went to shit. Uh, but based on the caveat that, you know, in the UK, at least the vaccine program seems to be going pretty well, surprisingly well, most people would say, uh, based on who's running it. Um, but based, you know, it's 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 going OK. And, and in theory, um, you know, this festival is normally in November. So in theory, things will be open and look back to normal by the summer. Um, and we've got a bit of a buffer there just in case. So, we're, yeah, we're putting it on again. So I'll put some links out, but um, bands can apply. Um, people can buy tickets. It's one of those where the more people that buy tickets now, the easier it is when we select the bands to put bands on that are you know out of town, if you like, um, make it a bit more festivally. Um, because obviously the challenge with independent bands is... You know, obviously everyone kind of has a local pull and people all want to travel. But um, we also invest quite a lot of money um, into this and we pay all the bands and all the rest of it. And we need people to buy tickets to come along. So it's kind of, yeah, if, you, if you're, you know, particularly in the UK, I know we've got a global audience, but if people want to fly over, I'm not against it. Um, but, you know, genuinely, if you're in the UK uh, and, and you want to have a really, really good day out and see 20 odd bands and the sets are staggered so that you can do that. Um, this our fourth, well, our fifth year, but our fourth festival, I guess, um, is shaping up to be really fucking good, to be honest. So we announced all that this week. I'm really, really pleased, uh, as you can tell, um, about how it's all going and stuff. And um, Stu's actually just messaged and said um, he's proud of his three out of five on the quiz. Put the cash into the festival, but it's not really a charity. But you know, um, <laughs> we, can, we can put that in there. That helps. It's another ticket, almost. Um, so yeah, but it, so yeah, I guess it's um, you know if you're 
listening and you're a fan of music and you want to do something cool in november because there's nothing to look forward to in this miserable ass world at the moment mm-hmm. uh then i will put out a ticket link and if you're in a band and go oh i'd like to play that i'll put out an applications link and um fingers crossed to get a bit of both eh? well, for sure so i'm still searching for this song so just give me one more second here well and i haven't got much more to say no no that's fine <laughs> we'll be right here in one moment and i don't know why it's uh It's disappeared. Uh, okay, no, now I got it. So, hey. Hooray. <laughs> so, next up is seamless. brand new The Sound Ninja with backing vocals by none other than Operation Neptune Spear. And so it's called You Knocked Me Down. Dig this. <laughs> Ninja featuring Operation Neptune Spear on backing vocals. Uh, the what a great tune that was! Uh, one one is called "You Knocked Me Down," but man, what a badass tune! I love the vocals. I just like it was such a good collaboration. Like, I just wow, the harmonies were pretty cool. 
for metal, that was badass. <laughs> yeah, man, that was cool, wasn't it? It was. I mean, it was raw and energetic, and yeah, the two vocal styles worked really well together, which I, I really, really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, that was just a really, really cool tune, man. That's a great combination. They've done a couple of things, unless it's the same thing. I can't remember. I think they've done a couple of things, haven't they? Um, yeah. Together, and it's yeah. It's, and by the it's, way, the, the new album is available on Bandcamp, so it's just to pick it up because it's pretty, pretty cool. So. Nice. Well, obviously, we love a bit of band. I'm just trying to think because I bought something recently, um, and I was just as you were playing that, thinking, "Oh, is that what I bought?" Uh, but anyway, oh, <laughs> I'll do that in my own time. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, yeah, the combination of it is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I bought Shadowed Moon, which is uh, this is from Shadowed Moon, is it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, <clears throat> so I have I have bought this and clearly not listened to it enough because I couldn't remember what this was. Um, yeah, no, it's it's just a great combination. I think they're you know really solid. Um, I was going to say couple. It was a really solid combination. <laughs> and the two vocal styles work really well. I'm going to stop digging this hole now. It's a great tune. That's all I need to say. <laughs> oh, great, well, man. Well, next up we have a brand new song by a band called. Avoid, uh, and they're uh, on Twitter as Avoiding You. <laughs> and the song's called Side Event. Dig this.
played on a void with side events and man that was totally reminiscent of like early to mid 90s like crunch like three years that's what I think that was badass so I love her vocals and you know it's it's uh kind of cool that you mentioned on International Women's Day you know how much we, we do play stuff and we and we you know tout and promote the female vocalists and like I said we have like we've, there's been a huge influx and I keep getting better and better and better and man like all, all all the power to them because these vocalists and musicians are amazing so uh ladies thank you so much the music amazing and very very soon mike and i will have our our uh at least one part dedication to women of rock if not a two-piece uh a, two, a whole whole show literally dedicated to women of rock and if we do that we're gonna need some uh interviewees to come on the show here and there so uh gina um has blue we're looking at you first off <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely well we always want to talk to gina <laughs> um yeah no i think um these guys are amazing like I, I don't even know how you describe it because it's kind of like grungy and alternative and then it has that i love that kind of shrill screamy um part that she does as well um i think they're yeah they're a brilliant trio i'm actually i thought i this is another one where I'm obviously buying too much of them. I, I thought I'd bought the CD and I haven't, so I've just now bought the CD. Um, but yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, I think you're spot on. Like, obviously, it's uh, 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 Women's History Month. It was International Women's Day. There's some mad, horrible shit going on in the UK with um, uh, you know young woman that was that was killed recently and stuff, which is all very poignant at this time. And I think it's you know we've always said that. You know, for us, it doesn't really matter right. what, genre, uh, what genre, no, not what genre, what gender right. <laughs> or sex or whatever someone is. It's 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 about you know what, how good is the music. But there's always that, um, you know. I, I remember doing some research once, and there's, you know, a, a couple of the percentage, but a very high percentage or a much higher percentage of young girls give up musical instruments when they hit teenage years, the young boys. And there's something inherently, um, you know socially distorted about that because actually it's not about um, competence or capability it's about confidence and what society expects from you and i think the the point of the women in rock um or you know women in music if you like uh, kind of sessions that we uh, that we run on the show and the point of these sorts of things is is to you know address in some way and it's you know, too fair only a small way i suppose but to address some of that imbalance and to to highlight and put to the forefront some of that talent and um, but what's amazing is over the last five years or so how long have we done this show together five six years um over that period of time the number of submissions from uh, it's easier to spot female fronted because you can hear the vocal but there's also lots of female band members uh, in bands but the, the the balance is is um it's probably not even too fair, but it's getting uh, more even, which I think is fantastic because I think that shows that uh, things are changing um, for the better uh, to to make you know to make things fair. And I don't think that's uh, um, I have to be really careful with this because some people go, "Oh, is that anti men?" It's like, well, no, because no. <laughs> <laughs> you're missing the point. <laughs> but um, but you know, I think it's really important that we, that we talk about this sort of stuff. So you know, that's um, I these guys well, happen to be the first female led band that we've played tonight, which is why I said yeah. all that in the, in that context, but we've got loads and it's brilliant. Um, and yeah, I think it's, um, there are, you know, these are obviously a very, very talented bunch of people, but, um, it's, it's more about, um, shining that light where we can, um, as well. And I, I'm proud that we do that. And I'm pleased that we both align and do that because I think it's really important, mate. Oh, I 100% agree. 
No, 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 no dispute here at all. So. No, well, I know. That's, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't feel comfortable saying it. I know, because we talked about this stuff. But well, I just, yeah. I'll get off my pedestal now. But yeah, it's, it's important, right? So that's why I said <laughs> You know, just keep, keep things moving, right? So. Sorry. That <laughs> <laughs> was fine. So, man, speaking of awesome female talent, and we, uh, I need to email her and we can get back to the show very soon along with her guitarist and husband Alex is one of our favorite artists Verity White and we need to have her back on she's a trip and a half and she's so much fun she's a great musician very passionate and uh, just very like all in all in or nothing so here we go with brand new Verity White and a song called A Little Bit of Trouble which uh she is more than that. She's a handful from what from what we've heard when we talked about. So. <laughs> so here we go. Verity White in a little bit of trouble. Do this.
<clears throat> right on, brand new single by Very White and a little bit of trouble, which we know she's much, much more than that. And uh, <laughs> we need to have her back on the show for an interview because this is a badass. I love her vocals and she was so much fun the first time and she's a very personable, very like energetic and like out and, and out there, uh, not in a bad way, but out there. I just she likes to connect with the fans and just the, the vocals are just absolutely outstanding. It's so powerful and so strong. And then you know you kick it up with the with the guitar legs from her husband Alex and like you got it all. Yeah, I mean very White is probably one of the strongest vocalists I've ever heard. Like she just got most powerful incredible voice um it really is amazing and you know she's just this you know like you say energetic um kind of gung-ho rock person <laughs> which is awesome and yeah she just her music reflects that um what i love about um uh, v is her uh, you know if you follow her on any social media she's really you know interactive interacting with her fans and just really personable and honest about stuff she talks oh, about absolutely. um you know mental health and women's yes, rights yeah. and whatever and, and I, I really like that i like that in anyone it's difficult for everyone to to do it takes a bit of um uh, trying and, and kind of um, you know, giving yourself confidence but she does it brilliantly and that makes her it helps her stand out i think because she, she's much more you know she's a real person right. who's also a bit of a rock star so <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah i like uh, i like the the theme of the tune i like the uh um obviously the lyrics are great and the you know the, it is you know big heavy rock sound which is fantastic um and also she's supporting toya wilcox which is pretty cool uh later on in the year in november i think it is um yeah, which is which is pretty awesome. So she's doing some great things at the moment. Um, but yeah, great tune. Absolutely love her, and I think that's brilliant. Right on, man. Well, next up, um, I, I just took a picture, which I'll, I have a few pictures I want to post in a few minutes. And uh, my cat Freya, she just jumped up on on the desk and came in, and kind of, and so I have a picture of her like literally right right behind my windscreen. For <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'll post that in a few minutes, and I did uh, a bit of photography today. Well. Well, probably iPhone, right? So he's a portrait thing. So he took a portrait yeah. of all the animals, right? So, but I'll post this a little bit. It was just kind of funny because she jumped up and she kind of looked and was like, hello, hi. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she does that a lot. And at least uh, once during the show, she always comes up and she'll sit in my lap and she'll purr. She'll get all her pets in there. She's like, okay, I'm done. I'm out. Gone. <laughs> but that's what Fair happens. Guy. And you know what? Um, just before you get to our next song, I'm like, I just thought this because this is funny. And <clears throat> and Ms. mentioned this a few times when you went to, when we went to your house to visit, right? Yeah. He said, oh, you probably won't see Margot Teddy at all. And we saw them like all the time. They were like all over us. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, especially Mar Margot just went, yeah. She's a bit more sociable now, but she just wouldn't have, you know, you, I'm surprised you saw her at all because when people come around the house, uh, she would hide behind the sofa and people wouldn't even know we had a oh, second man, cat. You know I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, I know. <laughs> they're both in there. We'd wake up and say, like, oh, hello. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and I expect that from Teddy. He's just like, yeah. He's but that, just, that's white too. That, that was white too, right? White the same thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, I know. It, but yeah, it's just, yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> just as soon as you guys were there, Margo's like, oh, hey, friends. <laughs> well, thank you for making me look like a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right man well we're gonna keep moving here with our next song our next song is a, a new song by a trope and it's called 
Oh, okay. I hope I pronounced this right just because of the spelling. So it's uh, uh, Paradolia. Does that sound right, Mike? Uh, yeah. Okay, well, let's go with that. But either way, it's a great I feel like this. whenever you ask me those questions, I'm like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Sorry about that. I ended it just a little bit quicker than I thought. So that was Trope with, uh, what was he, Peridolia? Yeah. But either way, what a great tune. I mean, we love Trope. And I remember their, their cover of uh, Tears for Fears, Shout. It was a badass yeah. cover as well. So I love her vocals. Uh, sorry about the few seconds of dead air there. Um, I just took a, like a little bit to 
longer than I thought, so my fault. But anyway, <laughs> great tune and love trope. And I was happy to get the email. I there's a, there's some new videos out for their songs, so check those out as well. So you can check them on Twitter and you know they have an actual uh, page like uh, uh, trope.com, I believe, or tropeband.com. But anyway, great tune. Love her vocals, and I just love the power of her voice. Yeah, definitely. I also love the bass line, reminded me of Cool in the middle there. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, just had a real Tool feel. <laughs> I can't think of the bass player's name in Tool, I can't remember it, so I'll just say it had a real Tool feel. Um, yeah, that was, that was a great tune. That was, yeah, I love the vocal on that as well. It was you know, really kind of, um, oh, I don't know, it just had that kind of... Um, there's something about the musicality where you go across what's quite a busy kind of riff and just soar through with like big powerful notes. I don't know what you call that, but it sounds absolutely brilliant uh, when you've got a good vocalist. And yeah, that was great vocal. And like I said, that bass line was amazing. The whole thing was quite kind of proggy. It was a bit, um, it reminded me of like a dark version of Caravan or one of those sort of Cambridge proggy bands. Yeah, it was cool, man. I enjoyed that. Right, man. Well, we have about four more songs to get to uh, here. And um, initially, I had one slotted for earlier on, but I kind of switched up a little bit. So I figured just the way um, the songs were flowing would fit better. Mm. So um, here we go with Seething Akira uh, featuring. Uh, oh my, no one's name here. Um, make sure I pronounce it right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it? Stu Sorry. Okay. And. The song is called Lucid Dreams, and guys, uh, hold on to your ass because this is a good heavy song to do this.
on Seething Akira featuring Stu Sari and Lucid Dreams. Man, holy metal, and that was like new metal and just, just metal as well. So a good uh, taste of Lincoln Park there, but just like, bah, like right in your face. That was awesome. Love that tune. Brand new Seething Akira. How cool was that? Yeah, that was absolutely amazing. The the middle part of that was just brutally heavy. It was ridiculous. <laughs> that was so much fun. I enjoyed that so much. Yeah, that was big, heavy, industrial, new metal, rock and roll madness. That was great, mate. Gilbert Godfrey, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Hello, Peter. <laughs> well, it's because uh, I mentioned the other week uh, that Family Guy is now on, on Disney, but all of the seasons... Yeah, you yeah, said that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just watched some of those ones and like, like, oh my god, like the the, the cool fit. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, wait, what? Cool fit, cool fit, flip, cool fit, cool fit. Or a foil? Wait, wait, that's even real. Like, <laughs> but you know so what? Good. It's funny because I mean, there's a lot of like musical moments in Family Guy. And the thing is, is uh, Seth MacFarlane is actually a, a big time Cooner fan, right? And he actually sings as well. He's actually got a really good voice. And He's got uh, a great voice. A few years ago, my dad picked up uh, for me for Christmas. He bought me uh, a Seth MacFarlane, like, kind of a Cooner. He's like, like, oh my God, like, man, it's fucking amazing. It's so good. Yeah. It's like, like, He's got a fantastic voice. Like, I love this, you know? He has got an amazing voice. I like my, my favorite episodes you know just generally a family guy are the ones where it's just brian and stewie or it's oh, mostly yeah. about brian and stewie. so like road to Rhode island is amazing that's got a great we're on the um, road to Rhode island yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah it's brilliant and, you know um there's one as well in one of the latest series where they get trapped in a vault yes it's just it's one. really good it's really amazing it's a great episode um but yeah they, they, all of the brian and stewie ones are great because there's Generally, there's there's a good song in there, and you get to hear his voice, which is just like you say, really, really, there. Yeah, can't speak, <laughs> really brilliant. Well, um, and yeah. the, the funny thing is, is is that is that uh, Brian is Seth MacFarlane's real voice, and Stewie is one of his voices, just like Peter, right? Oh, I didn't know he did Stewie as well. Yeah, no, he does Stewie, Brian, Peter, and a, a couple others. I know he does Brian. That's what I was saying about his because obviously Brian is his he real sings voice. As, yeah. when Brian sings, it's Seth MacFarlane singing, yeah. right? And, but Brian yeah. is his real voice, anyways. When that when that character yeah, is done, yeah. it's done with Seth MacFarlane, and then Seth MacFarlane does his uh, variation for Stewie and. Uh, um, I didn't know that. Well, I, mean, I mean, that's even better because the way he harmonizes with himself is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. But, I mean, I didn't. I just assumed that was two people. I knew he was Brian, and that was his voice. But the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, and there's been so many funny ones that come up. I'm like, oh man, I forgot about that one. I forgot about that one. To go, this is awesome. Like, and yeah. especially the one that I forgot to play. When unfortunately, when when uh, um, Alshabek passed away, was when they had Alshabek and Adam West in the same episode. <laughs> and Adam West is on on Jeopardy, and uh, Adam West uh, for five minutes said, "Kepert Zella," and they disappeared. And then <laughs> they look at Adam West goes. Sing his name backwards. It's the only way to make him disappear to the fifth dimension where he belongs. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and it was funny too because I, I obviously you saw that video I, I found for the Reface app and I put myself in Superman. So I said, "See, I told you, it was Superman." 
And a friend of mine says, <laughs> just all these years, I knew it. So I posted a picture of me in the Superman costume yeah. uh, uh, under, under the 737, right? So it's yeah. like, here's, here's, here's me in action. But I was like, man, like what, what a funny thing to come up, eh? <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah, that was... Um... That face up thing is scary. <laughs> <laughs> you sent me, you sent me some videos that were terrifying on that thing. <laughs> oh, oh man, I, Kim's been laughing like all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's obviously terrifying. <laughs> to a point, yes. It's good. Um, I need to ask you before we finish part one, but yes. are you going to tell that joke you told me on air? Oh, of course, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, a grasshopper hops into a bar. And the bartender says, can I help you? He goes, oh, yeah, just give me a drink. He goes, well, what do you want? He goes, oh, yeah. and then Grasshopper says, you know what, I'm not sure. And the bartender says, goes, do you know there's a dream? There's a drink named after you? He says, oh, really? There's a drink named Irving? <laughs> <laughs> that really got me early. <laughs> It's ridiculous. What I love is you've embellished that because last time you said a grasshopper walks into a bar, and this time well, you said a grasshopper hops into a bar. Well, it made, made more sense in my head, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's genius. Ha <laughs> 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 genius. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So next up, we have a brand new "Murder on the Airwaves." It should be a couple songs ago. And I do apologize. I just thought I would work better where it is right now. So here we go, and thank you, big, huge thank you to Johnny Darker from Murder on the Airwaves, and of course we know our good friend uh, Matthew uh, from Andrew's part of the band as well. So here, here we go with a song called Pawn. Do this, the world premiere of Murder on the Airwaves song, Pawn.
right on. Murder on the Airwaves with Pawn. What a great tune. And a big thank you to Johnny Darker for singing it. And I'm glad we were able to kind of fit in the last minute. But great tune. Totally worth it. And I love the, love the good kind of punk upbeat feel to it. And uh, yeah, just kind of jumping around and yeah, bouncing and bobbing uh, to say the least in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's a great tune. It's like it's proper kind of party rock, isn't it? It's like, uh, I don't know. I was listening to... Um... Uh, Beastie Boys earlier today, and it kind of reminded me of like Fight for Your Right and stuff like that, um, with a sort of punky Andrew WK feel. Nice. I don't know if it's yeah, thing. Nice yeah, that kind of yeah, it's party music, right? But yeah, absolutely, that's a great tune, and I'm glad they sent it through to us. And it's a world premiere, a world exclusive, exactly on the so show. We love that huge, massive thank you to those guys. Yeah, absolutely, that's that's awesome. And like I said, I'm sorry, I played a little bit later than I said I would because initially told me about song seven. And it's end up being a, a song in nine. I do apologize, but that's uh, pretty close to be fair. Yeah, no, but it just, it just it just fit better musically with with uh, the transitions I had planned for uh, the list. So next up, we have brand new Metalite. Yes. Uh, so here mm-hmm. we go with a song called Cloud Connected to do this.
right on Metalite with Cloud Connected. What a great tune that was. I love her vocals. So heavy, but man, what a great mix. It's just such a badass, uh, well, I know it's not a collaboration, but just the, the, the tonality and, and the production of it is just such a, such a great production, and I just love it. And, and just like I said, her vocals are so powerful. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's just crazy, isn't it? Every time we hear a tune by these guys, it's just fast-paced, crazy, in-your-face, driven metal music. It's absolutely brilliant. And like you say, the vocals are outstanding. They just really, um, I was going to say they really sing, obviously, because they're vocals. Uh -huh. but, I mean, they really come through. Um I'm good at this, and, uh, and yeah, it's just it's just a great team. They always remind me of Dragon Force. That's, that's the one band I go, oh, this is the one that's like Dragon Force. I don't know why, just because it's fast and mental. But yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant team. Right on. Well, man, next up we have a new one by a band called Karyoshi and featuring Dubro. This one's called Become. Dig this. <laughs>
Archie band, uh, man, featuring Dub Bro with a song called Become. Uh, what a heavy, cool, kick-ass female song to finish up part one, uh, the saga of rock. But great tune, man. Love it. Yes. Like, very cool. Yeah, man. That's just top quality, isn't it? It's, it's, it's that mashing together of, like, drum and bass and industrial rock is just brilliant. Like, I'm Oh, it just makes me so happy. <laughs> it's ridiculously good. Uh, yeah, absolutely brilliant tune. Um, good message as well, obviously. Uh, you know, anything anti-fascist is probably a good thing. Right? So, you know, um, yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's, it's a very, very cool tune. All right. Well, we will be back in about 10, 15 minutes for part two. So until then, we'll talk soon. Bones out. Memory banks of the supercomputer. <laughs> Shrinky-ding that! Krigger out! Once upon a winter, the seven Dwights were playing in the snow of an enchanted forest, when suddenly the sun vanished and an icy blizzard began to rage. Luckily, their trusty chariot was nearby. Preheated with seven seats and wireless charging, they waited out the storm. When can we have a real adventure? Soon, my love. Magical stories are waiting to happen with the new Land Rover Discovery, our most versatile seven-seat SUV. Search Land Rover Discovery. Land Rover. Above and beyond.